Welcome to the YS Books family. It's the home of podcasts, where you can listen to stories worth being told. If you like to show a little support for the podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash YSbooks. You can make a small one-time donation there. In the meantime, please enjoy this latest episode and stay tuned for other great stories to come. Chapter 4, After the Storm They say April showers bring May flowers, but it was the end of September, yet no one smelled any roses. Babies, maybe, but definitely not the sweet spicy smell of flowers. Yes, the storm was finally over, but recovering from the muddy mess left behind had just begun. And although the Sonny's infant gave everyone a dreadful scare, both babies were doing well. According to African tradition, they were unnamed but healthy, and their naming ceremony was only a few weeks away. However, the same wasn't true about the village. The rains left the community a sludgy mess to clean up. Some homes barely stood, debris covered most roads, and the temperature wasn't cooperating. Yet, no one had the guts to complain. Yes, the storm was terrible, but it could have been worse. They'd lived through plenty of other horrible events and were, let's just say, thankful to see another day. Imani, Ada, the babies, and the widowed sisters remained at the church while the husbands surveyed the damage, and like other dismantled homes around the village, the Ahmed's house hadn't been spared. As Hakeem carefully investigated the destruction of his home, he thought, thank God we didn't stay here. He was happy he'd followed his gut instinct. He couldn't imagine the horrible outcome awaiting them if they'd stayed home. Nevertheless, he knew they weren't out of the woods just yet. The floodwaters had devoured the first floor, and the living room looked like a swamp had taken over, but when he reached the second floor, he realized all was not lost. Of course, it was a bit damp but livable. Now, all he had to do was to convince Ada. One, to return home, and second, to wade through the dirty water. He knew Ada and the baby would be fine if they got to the upper level. Unfortunately, until the water drained, it was the best he could do. After assessing the damage, Hakeem returned to the church to share the good and bad news with his wife. With a hesitating smirk, he took a deep breath. He didn't know what to expect, but knew she was waiting for him to say something. What do you want to hear first, the good or bad news? Out with it, Hakeem. What's happened to the house? Honey, the first floor is flooded. If you want to go home, well, you'll have to wade through the dirty water. There's no way I can carry you and the baby. Well, we can't stay here forever. So, I guess I'm walking through the muddy water. With a slight smile, she turned and looked at Imani. If you can't get into your home, let me know. We have an extra room. You're welcome to wade through the water too. Muhammad hadn't returned with news of their house. He just walked into their home and noticed the partially collapsed roof. So, it looked like their house didn't fare better than the rest of the community. The home looked like a disaster zone except for two small rooms on the first floor. In fact, practically everyone's home in the village suffered one beating or the next, but no one seemed overly worried. They all knew with all hands on deck, a bit of elbow grease, and hard work, everyone's dwelling would be made whole again, or at least livable. However, the universe had something else in store for Thelma and Olivia. They were lucky. Their home went unscathed, and they were heroes in the story of the year. 
No, it wasn't the typical raunchy gossip the women liked, but for the coming months, it was something to talk about. They envisioned, or at least hoped, being at the center of attention for the seeable future. Yet, that night proved to be too much for the older women. They weren't spring chickens anymore, and it was showing. Between running through the rain, delivering two babies, and the nerve-wracking scares of the night, the sisters weren't feeling like their usual selves. Both sisters felt under the weather with a weird sickness, but Olivia was worse off. And while Olivia struggled to get better, Thelma felt awful too. Not from the mysterious illness, but from the fact they finally had a story to tell and couldn't leave the house. The bizarre illness was on both their minds, but something else weighed heavy on Olivia. Guilt and regret had come home to roost. While coughing up a lung, she asked, Do you regret what we did? Regret what? Delivering two babies amidst a storm? We're heroes. Don't be silly. You know I'm talking about the ritual. Thelma glared at her sister but refused to answer the question. Deep down in her heart, she knew they were paying the unfortunate price now. Thelma thought their mystery illness may be a sign. It was a sinking feeling, but she knew the worst hadn't come. Nevertheless, the absence of the sisters didn't stop the villagers from rolling up their sleeves. The community was determined to return the village back to normal. Plus, the Ahmed and Sani's baby naming ceremonies were on the horizon. Celebrating new life in the village was a big thing. However, the dual births and the freakish storm left everyone feeling uneasy. We've come to the end of this episode, but don't worry, the next episode is on its way.